0: Are you recording Welcome to Geeks Without God with Nick Glover, Tim Wick, and Molly Glover.
1: We're geeks with geeks with geeks without God. We're geeks with geeks with geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are taking a look at Ted Lasso Season 3. It's the final season of Ted Lasso, or so they say, and we're going to spoil the shit out of it, so beware. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God, we're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God, we're geeks, we're geeks without God.
0: Hello and welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Nick, joined as always by my co-hosts, Tim. Hello. And Molly. It's me. And today we're going to talk all about the Ted Lasso season finale, or the the final the season series, series, the series finale, the baby. final season. If you're in the United States, series. If you're in in the UK, of and Ted, Ted Lasso, Lasso is
1: kind of in both. So yeah,
0: yeah, it's a, it's a bit both. Yeah, uh, it's a um, pond straddling. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So. Uh, obviously, we're going to spoil the shit out of the whole series, basically, because a lot of the stories and threads come to a conclusion. So if you're if you're watching that show or saving it, um, I would avoid listening to this. Bo- but I I don't feel like there's a lot of like twists and turns to no. avoid. But you want to see your favorite there, character's there's moments arps. that
1: happen that it's nice to not know about. So you Absolutely. Can,
0: Absolutely. There, Absolutely. There was at least one moment that
1: I did not know about that I literally, everybody in our house when we watched it went, aw. So, right. you know. Was it the pilot? Let's
2: start with there. All right, so turn it off, come back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so was it the pilot? The pilot? No. Okay. The, I, that was, that was fine. Pilot? It was... Uh, a Rebecca's
2: Oh yeah, Rebecca's Dutch pilot.
1: It was when uh when Will comes into the the locker room and it's all set already and there's the note yeah. from Nate. Yes. Yeah. That was uh that was just great. Let's, so let's Let's start with I Nate. I was
2: going to say that was such a redemption. Was I it? really I felt like he had a good redemption. I wasn't sure they were going to be able to stick that, but I really felt like it was a realistic redemption. It okay. wasn't a fantasy. Yeah. It wasn't fairy tale. Sure. It was he was forgiven by all the right people and especially he was already forgiven by Ted that's yeah. the thing that I know a lot of people were like I wanted to see Nate and Ted have a big Ted didn't need to forgive Nate he already did well like, Nate needed to forgive himself
0: yeah but I feel like the exchange there between them like yeah. were I Nate I would have needed to hear that forgiveness in some way I would have needed to apologize and but, and talk about you know, the betrayal of his trust to the media about but his anxiety attacks. But that's not something
2: attacks. he gets. He fucked up. He doesn't uh, get to then get redemption in the form of being told it's okay. I, he just has to be okay with it.
0: Like, it was satisfying. I just don't think it was, like, great. I you feel do like not it, feel they stuck the landing? Is that what on you're On that saying? part. On that part sp- right. specifically. Right, I just feel fair. like it could have been a little bit more to me.
2: I feel like people who fuck up think that they are deserved, like, that they should get to have... The other person yell at them or cuss them out or say, I'm mad at you. Cause that's cause they're mad at themselves for fucking up. And they they want someone to validate that. And so it's almost better. I feel it's more in line with the way Ted is. He got all that out on his mom. Mm-hmm. And he saw how it didn't help. Mm-hmm. He he. We saw him cuss her out and say all those things that made him mad and call her all the things out on all the things she did wrong. And it didn't make him feel any better. Yeah. And I think that is a big key scene when it came to how he treated Nate later.
0: One one Nate thing I really liked was um, we got to see him finally get to tell some people that give a shit about his girlfriend. Yes. That was a sweet moment where the Diamond Dogs are together and yeah. he's like, I've got a girlfriend, they're and they're like, like "Oh, they're like, All they're right. like, oh. Yeah. Because he tried to do that with it with his his peers at at uh, the other
1: football yep. club,
0: and. But,
1: and he tried shit. to do it with Rupert, and Rupert tried to hook him up with somebody else
2: because yep.
0: Rupert is poison. Rupert's uh, complete yep. skis.
2: Oh boy, that was that was validating. He got. I feel like we got good comeuppance. Yeah, he got his satisfying oh, yeah. comeuppance. The 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 club he loves, oh. the, his home, like his true love. Everyone just fucking booing him off the field and laughing at him, and
0: like, his favorite team doesn't win.
2: Yeah, ultimately,
0: like I feel like he loses on every front, kind of. That's great, and he gets called a wanker as he's walking out, which is what they did to Ted in the very beginning. Yeah,
2: it was full circle, baby. Yeah,
0: Um, bye, bye. (laughs) I, uh, I, let's see. I'm trying to think of other characters we can we can touch on. Um, I mean, we talked. I mentioned Rebecca. Yes, and her her pilot her pilot her Dutch pilot and I, his daughter.
2: I am really so okay. So I was very plugged into Ted Lasso Twitter, and oh my uh, god, it's the, crazy. The, the the people who were like T- Ted Becca stands. Who oh yeah, that there's there's happen, a there's
1: a lot of Ted Becca ships. and shipping they were going so
2: angry because they felt like they were I saw some lady say that she was like, she was like the writers were just being mean they genuinely <laughs> they just did things to be cruel they're to us
0: they're punishing us,
1: us. well like, I mean they, they, they clearly knew there was Ted Rebecca shipping going on which is why the ep- the final episode begins with Ted and
0: Rebecca in yes. the yes!
1: house and they're like yeah yeah that's not what happened beard
0: and his budgie smuggler oh my god (laughs) that was great but
2: the thing with rebecca this season that i was really worried about was i was worried she was gonna end up pregnant somehow through a miracle and it was gonna be like but like instead she does still get a kid because she is clearly gonna go be with this guy who has a daughter who needs a mother figure in her life and it feels like she still gets the thing that she was hoping for without it being some gross like pregnancy fantasy storyline that wasn't she, gonna make sense.
0: She I mean, she talks to the series about, you know, Rupertner having kids, and part of the big um hard part of his new wife, new Bex, is yeah. they have a they have a kid together like right away, and that yeah. really mm-hmm. hurts her. Mm-hmm. And I think that regardless of what she puts out into the world as you know her image of herself she has like matron qualities like she is like the matron of football at this point right yeah.
1: she does and I, I mean Ted, that's kind of something that Ted brings out in her right You're I mean that sure? that that's you know somebody online and I, I agree with them says that the thing about Ted is he's kind of the Mary Poppins of this series he's oh. he's the character that comes in and makes other people's lives better um, and then he leaves. Uh, oh, I mean thats that's a big spoiler, but I think I think the, the first episode of the series almost sets up that you know Ted's leaving yeah. at the end of the yeah. at the end of the year, um, even if he doesn't know it yet but but Ted is has this ability to come in and, and just be that person who, even though he's fucked up, I mean he's mm-hmm. he's a mess, you know he's not mm-hmm. perfect, but he does make other people's lives better. By his presence.
2: He taught everyone to love. It sounds yeah. trite, but he taught everybody in the show who he is, you know, encounters with. Every single character at the end of the series is less afraid to love and sure. to, to be more open with their emotions. In a variety to, of ways. In a variety of ways. But they've all realized that, like, they, they all make the choices at the end that that show that it's better to love than to hold on to hate or then to like even even Rebecca who forgives Rupert to some degree yeah. like and, and it's just sort of like <laughs> I just feel bad for him. Yeah, like he sucks. You know it's not and even like, a spite forgiveness. It's not. Yeah. It's just it's because she's learned that it's just so much it is so much more for it's so much more engaging. Your life is better. Everyone does it. And and you know even like even secondary characters who never really get to spend time with Ted like Barbara, Keely's coworker, mm-hmm. who stops being so like angry and 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 jealous, and instead starts to like look for the good in people and compliment them more, rather than try to be opposed to her. I mean, mm. it's it's so great.
0: Uh, speaking of Keely, I think uh, some people were a little upset that Roy and her don't end up together, or or that uh, she doesn't end up with Jamie Tart or that whole kind of a love triangle thing. I thought that was, I thought it was great. I loved mm. how it ended.
1: Yeah. I hated it. Really? I, hate, I mean, w- you can go back and listen to our podcast about season two. And I was like, if they break up Keely and Roy, I'm going to be pissed. So I was pissed. Uh, I was pissed that Roy broke up with her. I, I was genuinely angry with the way I, I didn't mind that they didn't end up together, mm-hmm. but I genuinely thought that scene where they came and basically told Keely she got to choose between them. I hated that I'm too. like, that's not Roy. That I, Roy yeah. would, I don't care how drunk Roy is. I don't care how pissed Roy is. That is not Roy. He would never walk in and tell Keely, you gotta choose between and I don't, me. I don't think and it's Jamie New Tartt. Jamie
2: either. I don't think that no. I don't think that fits with New Jamie. See, it felt like a big it regression. Felt, to it me. felt
1: wrong for both of those characters. I and I I was just genuinely like they wanted to end it up with Roy not being with Keely. They could have done it in so many ways that weren't shitty to Roy. Well, and shitty to Jamie. Uh, and and that, that's, that's what upset me about it. I just thought, I thought they, they picked a really bad way Mm -hmm. out of
0: that. I think if you look at, um, I mean this whole season, they've kind of, they've been really showing all of the. Uh, being you know, becoming more mature that Jamie is going through mm-hmm. and they're clearly showing that he has interest in Keely or right. he's a little bit jealous or or whatever and and this whole season is Roy growing enough to realize how bad he fucked up by leaving Keely yeah. and coming to regret that right I, and then if you take those two things and you combine in this mentor moment bonding that happened not just all season but especially in the Amsterdam episode mm-hmm. between um Roy and Jamie
1: which was my favorite episode of the season uh, I same
0: say. absolutely uh I feel like they got close enough where they were almost like comfortable fighting
2: I I would have I think that whole situation, all they had to do was do one little change of dialogue, which is Jamie and Roy showing up after scuffling, right? Even if yeah. they want, showing up at her door and being like, we, like, oh, did you guys fight? Yeah, we did. Over what? Over you. And it was like, okay. And it's like, and so we came to tell you something, like, we both love you and that's good enough for us.
0: Sure. Yeah. And make uh, that, it just like, right.
2: and just make it like we just because we we all love each other and and it doesn't have to be a problem and we fought it out and we just wanted to let you know like we're over it that but, would have been so much I think better
0: the the sentiment of what happened I don't have a problem with I agree that like the wording and stuff um, used was really you have
2: to choose between like, us made me want to die it's really yeah.
0: like caveman shit like i get that and everything's up to that dialogue choice nothing that
1: roy's done in the last two seasons made me think he's the kind of guy that would show up and do that
2: honestly or jamie like the the whole fight about the him saying just so you know she made that video for me i was just like so shitty it was so shitty and like rather all roy had to do was just be like she would hate you for saying that yeah. like that, that could been yeah. like, why is it about, I don't know. It just, maybe it was such a regression. We didn't need it.
0: Yeah. So I feel like the fact that it all happened that way, just cements Keely's decision more. Yeah. But I think it would have ended up that way, regardless of how that went down. But I feel like that makes her decision very finalized that she's not going to be with anyone that they would do it this way that mm-hmm. they would like, like she's like, Obviously, she has seen the growth in both of them mm-hmm. quite a bit. And she's, she loves both of them quite a bit. That, I feel like, was the final decision maker for her was like, uh, neither.
2: I get that. I get that. It just, it just felt It just
1: to do that. You had to have characters do something that, that I don't think they, hmm. they would have done. There were
2: hmm. other ways to make that more final. Yeah. Like it, it would have been, I, and again, back to the Ted Lasso Twitter, people were very angry because they thought that that was all being, that Jamie and Roy were very gay coded this huh. season and that they were going to end up as like a polyamorous throuple. And so when that didn't happen, then they accused the show of queer baiting, oh. which I find to oh be, Oh my God fucking hilarious
1: I mean they had a whole queer storyline they had a whole
2: Colin yeah Yeah.
1: they had Colin's whole storyline that ran
2: practically the
1: entire season that was
2: one of my favorite moments I think in the whole that was one of the few times in the whole finale where I actually almost cried What is? was when when he was looking looking around Colin's looking around and everyone's cheering and his boyfriend just runs down and they just kiss and it was like oh so glad. Like it yeah. was a super sweet moment. It was really good.
0: Uh great Colin wasn't really a big deal in any of the other seasons. Like no. this was his season where we got to his whole storyline was
2: his storyline with Trent was so good. Yeah. Like it it never it it never felt tropey. It did some well-worn storylines, sure. but, but those are important because those happen, you know, like yeah. people hiding their sexuality from their teammates yeah. because they're so worried about what's going to happen. We,
1: we know it happens in sports all yes, the time. And yeah. the,
2: whole, the whole story, the whole, you know, it was only an episode long, luckily, but with the captain being like so angry at him and yeah. him assuming it's because he's mad that he's gay and it being like, I'm just so mad you didn't tell me. What is it about me it's, that you couldn't tell me? You know, like- it's
0: not even mad necessarily mad that he didn't tell him. It's he says the way he one of the things he says is mad that. He would never made him feel comfortable enough to yep. tell him. I'm mad, it's like me, I'm mad, mad at himself. Yep. More, you know, yep. and I, Colin's
1: line there is so great because he's basically like I was 99% certain you'd be sure of it, but that one percent. Yep, and that's yep. not the exact line, but that's but basically really what good. he said.
2: Really good. Yeah
0: is is our ending for Trent basically just he publishes the book and that's kind of that's kind of the end for I him. Think so basically it seems
2: that way. I mean, he's he's Trent Krim. Independent. <laughs> right.
1: so. I, I loved Trent this season. Oh, yeah. I, I loved him. I thought so much. He, he was able to come out in more ways than just one. Um, it just when he was no longer behind the Trent Crim independent mm-hmm. shell, mm-hmm. Um, you know that scene with him and Roy in the shower. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> is is really nice. Again, a nice moment for Roy. A nice moment for for Trent, where they both kind of admit their their mistakes in yes. how they yep. they judged each other
0: um Roy kept that article oh, in his wallet the whole fucking time oh my
2: god and just being like when he's like i was 17 uh, Yeah. like just so you know i was 17 and this is what i and, and trent being like i was just trying to be like i was doing that young man thing where i am a dick because that's going to make my mark and like i wasn't thinking of the people behind the, mm-hmm. and it's just such a it was such a great I don't know, for theater too, I feel like, right? You know, like you get that review that like sticks with you for your whole fucking life. And it's just somebody not even thinking, especially like at Fringe, right? Oh yeah, I've gotten that review. Someone just tossing off words and they don't even think about the person Mm -hmm. that they're saying it about. Yep.
1: I've gotten that review. In a show everybody loved except one person. Uh That's all it takes. Yep. That's all it takes
2: uh the the other thing i wanted to mention um i'm gonna lose it beard's development
0: beard is great super great oh yeah and i he ends up with joan they get hand fasted jane. at jane they the the hand fast at stonehenge can i express
1: express a uh, extreme frustration with that scene what's that ted's not there
2: i know oh yeah I know Ted would have gone that back. shocked me. Ted
0: would have gone back for the for the for the wedding. Well, and it's it's especially kind of weird because everything they show about like everyone's kind of post uh show, you know, how this is how everyone ends up kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. While they're showing that for everyone but Ted, like It seems like maybe months are passing. They would have to, right? meanwhile, all we're seeing from Ted is that first day where he's like flying home and going home to his kid. And we don't really see much after that from Ted, but we see much later in the timeline from everyone else. Which is the Mary Poppins bit a little bit again, but it's just like.
1: Ted would be there well, he'd be Beard's best man I will say yeah. we
2: are assuming that uh, it is a traditional wedding trajectory and not that Beard and Jane decided to get married with 24 hours notice oh. and round like in some crazy chaotic idea and rounded everybody up or something I'm just saying there's, just you know, saying
1: there's no way you could do that at Stonehenge it's, it's, it's impossible
2: I don't know but there's there's there's, <laughs> there's it's possible that they did something or they picked a day and it was like the one day he couldn't be there and it would have been clumsy to try to write that into the sure. narration to right. make so it so just have know.
1: Ted be there I I, agree. I mean he's yeah. he's, I agree. he's on set right
2: yeah he's directing so <laughs> you know he's yeah. gonna be there
1: it's um
0: beards wearing his pants from the beard episode yeah <laughs> in, the, second, in season. second season yeah i i and I, I love all that um what about um let's see um i oh, i had somewhere to go with this little foggy still um was was there any particular favorite moments this season for either of you? Not just in the finale, but the whole. I mean, obviously, like Tim, you and I agree that every minute A- of the Amsterdam episode yeah, yeah. definitely
1: counts. Uh,
2: uh, the uh, I cannot remember the captain's name. Suddenly of the of the team, yeah. Uh, when he takes his first ever penalty kick, yes, and he kicks it through the fucking net. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that was a. And it that was like, great. And everyone's like, "Oh, it went wild," and it's like, "Uh, nope, there's a hole in the net." There's a hole. Yeah. In it. That was uh,
1: that was great. That was a great moment. Just uh, they the um w- what I really enjoyed was the uh, when they went to international play, mm-hmm. and uh, Danny. And yeah. <laughs> Van Dam, Danny and Van Dam is like we are enemies now.
2: Oh my God, Danny like going from being like the nicest, sweetest, most loving and a supportive to a complete guy in the world,
1: dirt bag,
2: a fucking monster.
1: So competitive, <laughs> and then yeah. they get back into the locker room. He's like, "Good to see you." Like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah,
0: but he makes up for to him with that the new nose protection mask, and yeah. then the dude that Rebecca went on the dates with that didn't work out is out in the crowd, and the captain's wild kick is what breaks his nose and he ends up with Van Damme's old yeah. nose protector mask.
2: There is some really good stuff with It's a with silly little detail. Yeah. I, I, I think, I honestly think some of my favorite moments were, were with Nate and his girlfriend. Hmm. Uh, I really like her. Uh, I like how at first it seems like she's stuck up and she thinks she's better than him but it's not that she's just very like wary of this dude who's just so <laughs> he's just so much and she's just more reserved and it's not that she doesn't like him she's just kind of like what is up with this guy she, and, she like,
0: can, I think she can see that he's a nice guy and she can see that he's very enthusiastic but he has such low self esteem and he's being
2: so desperate and yes. so like oh uh, did you know who I am uh, just in case what? anyone's wondering and that's yeah. a turnoff. off is there anything well, more well, you're turn-off like, you're than like,
1: desperation you're like, like well I mean this guy I, I like him but man he seems like it's a lot of work
2: right, right. you know and, but like she sees that she obviously loves the restaurant yeah he also loves and like it's just yeah I really liked I really like a lot of the scenes with them and the, there's one time where they're like he says something and she's like is it like are you sad are you are you sad that you're not there and he, he looks and he just goes no hmm. and I loved that it was just like it's like aha uh-huh, you see you yeah. figured it out like
1: you know there there's some things in here that I, and it's a great show and there's things in here and you two aren't are sports fans and I'm enough of a sports fan that one of the things that bugs me is um bugged me a little is Nate quitting which good for him right yeah. that was great uh the fact that he didn't have offers from Oh, yeah. Every other club in need, of a, in need of a manager.
2: But Rupert might have poisoned that well, too. He might have. He and, might and have the, called everybody and been like, don't fucking hire him. He He's, you know,
1: yeah. And the other thing is, you know, at the end when Ted's like going back and it's like, you're not, it's like, okay, this guy, we know that before he came here, he took a football team that was not in contention to a national championship mm-hmm. or a national title at whatever mm-hmm. division they were. And then he comes and in, in three years, having never coached soccer before. Takes a mediocre team and gets him within one win mm-hmm. of the championship of the Premier League. That guy gets whatever coaching job he he's wants. A, he's but a
2: true wonder but, kid. But but, yeah. but he did get whatever coaching job he wanted. He got the coaching job of coaching his kid's soccer team. That's what he wants to do. Sure. Like I think I genuinely think the thing is he burned out hard. Like the anxiety attacks, well, the everything that happened. I think he needed. He realized that he wanted to go. That what was most important to him was his kid. And to go be a dad for a while and not necessarily be famous for being anything else for a little bit.
0: Well, and again, like we don't see as far into the future for Ted. I feel yeah, like that we do. Right. We, the, the, the we do. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. Because
1: every week somebody's going to be calling him and going, yeah. "Do you want right. to coach this team?"
0: Yeah, and and um, maybe he takes a season off. He's clearly mm-hmm. going to be wealthy enough at this point from his last job to. Well, you and know, he
2: lived frugally too. It wasn't yeah, like he was you no know, staying he's anywhere. Not fancy. a ridiculous. It feels yeah. like he,
0: he his most extravagant expense was probably flying his son out to meet him yeah. and, and flying and home to see him. And probably paid for that, yeah. to be Honestly. honest. It's yeah, yeah. one
2: of those things you can write off.
1: If I'm going to talk about one of the delicious you know, revenge things on Rupert, uh, one of the things that I enjoy, given that Bex comes to Rebecca to mm, talk to her about yeah. the divorce, I feel like Rebecca is going to be a bigger part of Rupert's child's life than uh, <laughs> Rupert oh, is. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. I also uh, we uh, we didn't really talk about the possibility of a spinoff. They showed the ladies' Richmond team, yep. which could possibly spin off into something. Sure. We don't know. They they haven't. The people behind the show have said they they're not ruling anything out. We uh, just that there won't be more Ted Lasso. We
0: we didn't. One thing someone noted was that we never saw anything more from Jack. From oh, Keely's fuck Jack! Ad. I hope she
2: well, I mean, dies. Well, yeah, I mean she's
0: she's a <laughs> yeah. she's a terrible she's yeah. a terrible character, but like jack never really gets her come up and someone no. pointed out that she's there's a billionaire she doesn't get come a, up yeah, and, they're,
1: yeah. They're, they're,
0: they're, that
1: whole episode when jack dumps keely is kind of the billionaires are fuckers because there's also the the nigerian billionaire who comes yep. back oh, and yeah. is like sam i'm gonna fuck character. you over sam i'm gonna fuck you over in this way and i'm uh-huh. gonna fuck you over in this way and i'm gonna fuck you over in this way just because you said no to me yep um and uh, there, there is an eat the rich kind of quality to much of this show. Rebecca's like the only rich person in this show. But she gives well, aside away. From
2: all she the, gives away the, the, her shares. Like no, she makes it. She
0: sells them. She, well, sells, she sells, them. sells
2: them. But she makes it so she sells them to the public so that any everyone can own the team. Right. Like she does a very non-billionaire kind of thing. That's she's, what they you know,
1: did with the Packers. <laughs> she's still a majority owner. Yeah, but uh, she sells forty-nine percent of the team. But, but that is, I mean that is a, a good example of a rich person doing something that I mean the, mm-hmm. the shares probably well the shares are valued at what they're valued at but mm-hmm. she probably produced enough of them yeah. so that they didn't cost that much per share did you say your favorite moment Molly yes okay oh yeah I you didn't say
0: your yours. yeah uh boy there's a lot I, I mean the whole yeah, like I, I said the whole anything. that whole Amsterdam episode was pretty great I, I think when the total when they we first get to see Richmond using total football and that moment Mm. where they figure it out and they start to do well. Mm -hmm. I like that turning point. I'm not normally like a sports person or a sports movie or show person even. But like, that I really felt like a like underdogs turning the corner moment that I really enjoyed. Um
2: soccer is one of the few sports that I actually really get into, soccer and hockey, which doesn't is doesn't explain I mean, doesn't surprise me that Ted Lasso and Letter Kenny and Shorzy oh, would sure. be shows that I got really into. <laughs> sure. But like Shorzy and Ted Lasso, the two I love the sports in them because those are two sports I actually really enjoy watching. I used to play soccer, you know, so yeah. Re-
0: real quick, Molly, you're talking about this Wizard of Oz thing. Yeah. With Ted Lasso. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the examples? Yeah,
2: there's actually some, you can, if you just Google Wizard of Oz Ted Lasso, there's a whole uh, great thread somebody put together on Twitter, but there are a lot of little hints throughout the show. Uh Ted is almost always wearing red sneakers. Uh there is a literal uh the 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 tie-dye pattern on Roy's shirt that is that his niece mixed for him is a yellow spiral that matches the the spiraling road or the yellow brick road. Uh there's the he actually says there's no place like home. There's a part where Beard says to Ted, "We're not in Kansas anymore." Like I mean, there's it, it's there's a whole bunch of things like that. Uh, just kind of he helps throughout.
0: Nate the cowardly lion find yep. his confidence, find his heart. He fel- helps Roy Kent find Roy's his heart. Tin,
2: Roy's the Tin Man who thaws out and yeah. like becomes. Yep. He he uh, he he's Dorothy, you know, right. and and uh Rebecca's, Rebecca's Glinda, Glinda, and Beard is Toto. Yep. And it's just this whole. Who's the Scarecrow? I don't know. I hadn't really thought about that. I was that. actually
1: thinking maybe Rebecca was the scarecrow because oh. she's the one that had to find her brain. Well, that's a good uh, point. What about... Um... Keely
2: could be the one who found her brain, mm-hmm. actually, because okay. Keely, Keely yeah. was like... Keely didn't believe that she could be anything more than a, a sexy yeah. model. Uh, oh, hold on. I remember my favorite moment. It's The stuff okay. with Nate's girlfriend is great. My very favorite moment is when Nate and Keely go into Jamie's bedroom Jamie's childhood bedroom. Yeah. And they see... First they see there's a poster of Roy. Like, like, like his rookie Shaggy. poster. And it's up on the wall. And then they close the door and they see the poster of Keely holding the soccer balls in front of her tits. And it's just this moment of like, oh my God. And that, that's, that love that you feel in that room, that's why I would think I was so mad about the scene in the finale. Sure. Because it's like that... How do you not sit in that room and realize, oh my God, he loves us. Like we... He really like... He's the way he feels about us is so complicated for both of us we were this idol and then he got to know us and now it's I don't know I that was so funny to me and just yeah. the photo of her with the soccer balls is so it's, every time Keely popped up they she popped up on hotel screens yes, all the time she popped up She's on like, like magazines dubbed dubbed into, into yeah and it's just like <laughs> she did she did so much work
0: <laughs> yeah it was funny funny stuff uh, hey did you guys know that we have two new patrons what? supporting us? Yeah. That's two more people that can listen to our episodes way early. They, or kind of early. Or, or kind of early <laughs> or, sometimes. Or not
2: even early. Or, nice. or every now know, and again,
0: not yeah. early. Yeah. Um, but more often than not, weeks early. Um, and uh, we're gonna see it, we're gonna reach out to Rebecca and see if she wants a sticker or, or something from us, too. Rebecca, who uh, Hens- Rebecca H- from H- Hensler from Ted Lasso? No, friend no. of
2: the show, Rebecca Hensler, oh, yeah, oh, Rebecca yeah. Hensler.
0: Our, Thanks, other, Rebecca. our other new patron, um, Josh Helton. So, thank you both very much. Uh, we really appreciate your support. If you want to be one of our patrons and listen to episodes early and get bumped to the top of the lists whenever we have listener-participating email events, you can go to patreon.com slash geekswithoutgod and check us out. Uh, Patreon is about to do a huge big revamp, so we're probably going to be doing looking at redoing some of our Patreon stuff in the near future. We'll keep you all updated on any changes there, but you can assume that we'll just keep posting our episodes there and there'll be a nice little RSS feed for anyone that is supporting us There. Do Molly, do we have any answers for five questions Uh, right now? No. What? (laughs) Really? Mm. All right. Well, in that case, we've been geeks without God, talking about Ted Lasso, an amazing show. If you haven't seen it and you listen to this anyway, I, it's still worth watching. It's on Apple TV. It's, yeah. There's a it, lot of good shows on Apple TV. It's worth it for a month or two. If Give you're going to watch
1: it, there is an order you should watch it in, which would be season one, then season two, then season three.
0: I agree. Yeah, yeah that seems optimal. That yeah. seems optimal. Real quick, just I mean, I don't want to like shill for Apple here, but like, <laughs> like, I mean, okay, so Foundation is on Apple TV. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, Ted Lasso, Silo, the Wool Book series is is like eight episodes into the first season, and that is super fucking good. Great adaptation.
2: It's a really good um, adaptation.
0: For All Mankind, which is like an alternate history NASA space if, race. If you
2: want to see the woman who plays Jack uh, being an astronaut, watch For All Mankind.
0: Yeah, who she's a good person in that show, oh, and well, and that's and also still still gay. So, <laughs> like the actor. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, whatever. oh no! <laughs> now I know. Oh too no! Much. The lesbian plays a lesbian. Um, yeah, this is worth. There's it's, there's good stuff on that streaming service. If you haven't checked it out, get your free trial and go through Ted Lasso or whatever. Otherwise, we've been geeks without God. If you want to answer our five questions, which please, we did not go over this episode, answer. Send answer. your answers to five questions at geekswithoutgod.com. You can find our questions on our website. Check them out. Let us know what you think.
2: Our gorgeous new website. So many la
0: unanswered la. questions. Otherwise, we'll see you next week with another episode.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: I'm Roy Kent, and I'm single,
1: and I'm fucking ready to mingle. We're geeks. we geeks. geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We are geeks we geeks we geeks without god we do not
0: recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks. Geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging and listen to past podcasts at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks.
2: Geeks without
1: God. I appreciate you.